This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, March the 18th, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Samak, Zadi, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, and the spirit of might. The declaration today reads this, spiraling path of light leading into Koshek, the deep darkness of Yahweh, the righteous, humbled man who always gives honor and praise to Yahweh, three flames representing Yahweh, Yeshua, and Ruach Chodesh. Today's declaration begins to talk about this place of spiraling path of light leading into Koshek, the deep darkness of Yahweh, and it reminded me of when Yahweh first took me into the secret place. Because many times when we, we think about darkness, we think about darkness as being an, an evil place, as a wrong place. You know, that's, this is where evil takes place and that sort of thing. But remember the scripture says that it is glory of God to conceal a matter and it is the glory of kings to search it out. So there has to be a place of, of hiddenness or if you will, a place of being veiled. And I believe the beginning of that was the veil that was placed in between as Yahweh placed his creation into existence that has always been inside him. He veiled off that light and then spoke that little dot into existence in the center of that, that light. So that spiraling path of that light leading into that then began to expand when he spoke out of the, out of the wind of his breath and out of the words of the, and the power of the word of his words, he spoke that little, that little photon into existence and it began to expand into creation that we know of. But you see, when we talk about Koshek, you know, there's, there's, I remember when Yahweh first took me into the secret place. And, and I mentioned that just a moment ago when he did, it was absolutely pitch black darkness. Now, the one thing that I, that made me know that I was somewhere was that I felt this gentle breeze that was blowing. And as I stood there, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. There was a, there was really kind of a little opportunity for fear because I, I, it was so absolutely pitch black dark. And again, I'd been told that as a kid, that this was a place of evil. This was a place of wrong. But when fear tried to show itself, it showed itself as a little tiny monster that I used to see under my bed when I was a kid. An imaginary monster that wasn't even there. And I realized, I looked at him and flicked him away and said, no, you have no part here. I could feel the presence of Yahweh in the midst of that place. So fear had no really, no real place. But I had to make the choice to get rid of fear. That's funny because I, if I think about it, if I would have accepted that little tiny fake monster of fear, would it have changed in my eyes because I made the choice to receive that? I don't know. It's a good question. But I know that I flicked him away because it, it, I could feel the presence of God so much stronger than anything else. And I knew I was safe in him. And as I stood there, I looked down at my chest and I began to see this glowing ember begin to build inside of my chest. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. It offended me a little, at least a little bit at first because I'd been, I had been saved for 20 plus years and I was thinking, Wow, Yahweh, are you are you trying to say that that I'm just now getting saved in the in this place? But I didn't say it out loud. I was just thinking it, and I knew Yahweh could hear my thoughts, but he remained quiet. And I'm glad he did, because he was showing me the next step. 
and the next step. And the answers were only just moments away. And so as I, as I began to notice this, this ember begin to glow, I pressed in a little bit more towards the wind that was blowing there. And suddenly the wind began to blow even harder. And the harder the wind began to blow, not so much that it was about ready to blow me out of the secret place. No, it was just a stronger, uh, more, more forceful wind. But yet at the same breath, I knew it was doing something. So that ember began to burst into flames and my heart caught on fire. And suddenly my chest was full of fire. My stomach, it began to rise up towards my head and down towards my feet and fill within my arms. I could see the fire burning in every fiber of my being, but still contained yet inside of my skin. And it began to, to just, just consume everything. I could feel his presence. I could feel his light burning inside of me. And I knew that Yahweh was doing something that I had not known before. And I began to realize that every finishing is a new beginning. And truth, truth is, is that Yahweh was taking me out of one dimension that I'd always seen in into a whole nother completely different dimension into a secret place that I only thought that I had been in before. But this was something that was far beyond anything that I could have ever imagined, anything that I could have ever really just been able to even understand, you know, just a few years before. But I knew that there was something going on there. And this fire, this fire began to burn, burn so much that it was, I knew that it was the fire of the Lord burning inside of me. He was changing the, the changing me from the inside out. He was beginning to express something new inside of me, burning up those things that didn't belong, burning away the, the dross and, and all the junk that was inside of there. And I had to let that fire have a moment to take its effect. And I'm still, I, truth be told, I'm still operating in that place where that fire is still burning inside of me, burning up, pulling up things that I didn't know were there so they could be burnt away. But what I noticed was that I suddenly could see a little bit more inside of this darkness. I was seeing a little bit further out. Now, I could tell now that I was actually standing on a, on a dark black floor but I still couldn't see any walls. I couldn't see any ceilings. I couldn't see anything else except a few feet in front of me. And I noticed a little sparkle off to one side. And I walked over to the sparkle, picked it up, and it was a beautiful sapphire stone. That beautiful sapphire stone began to teach me that, that sapphires actually represent the words of Yahweh. I realized that the sapphire is, is, is from the root word safer, which is the Hebrew word for book. It's the Hebrew word for his word. If you will, he was showing me his scroll, but as a sapphire a stone. Now it was a beautifully cut sapphire stone. It was a round sapphire stone. And I went to give it to Yahweh as a first fruit because I knew that what he had done was just shown me a treasure in the midst of the secret place. He had shown me treasure that was hidden behind all the things that I that I didn't see before. And so I gave it to him and he looked at me and he said, no, this treasure belongs to you. Matter of fact, I want you to come back here and I want you every day that every, every moment and every second that you can, you can come back here and think about this. I want you to pick up these sapphire stones and I'm going to have you build what I instruct you to build. So I did over the next three weeks, I began to go back in and, and take these sapphire stones, pick them up, and I began to lay them out in the pattern that Yahweh had shown me. 
I didn't realize until later that what he was doing was teaching me that I could go to this place at any time. It wasn't until a little later that he really told me something that changed my life forever. And I'll tell you that in just a minute. Because in the place of this deep darkness, in the place of this koshek, Yahweh reminded me of that scripture. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter in the glory of kings to search it out. And what I was, what he was doing was giving me the opportunity to search it out. I had to make the choice. I had to move over and walk over to that, that sparkle to see what it was. I could have seen it and ignored it, but I didn't. Just like Moshe. Moshe, when, when he went by the burning bush, he saw the bush and saw that it was burning. But instead of walking away thinking, well, I see burning bushes all the time. There was something about this burning bush that was different because the bush itself was not being consumed. And he could tell the difference. And he said, I must step aside to see this thing because he saw the, the bush burning. And it was in that moment that he began to, to talk with Yahweh. Yahweh and him began to, 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 to really talk face to face as one friend talks to another. They began their relationship even stronger. Now, Moshe had known Yahweh because he had been taught Yahweh all his life. I know some of you may, may um, argue with me a little bit with that one. But remember, there are a lot of other things in the background that we, we don't know. I believe that his nursing mother that was that was there, the one that came in into to, uh, Pharaoh's castle or Pharaoh's uh, place there was his mother. And his mother had taught him who he was, who he is, as he as he grew up. That's why when he when he was confronted with that uh, that Egyptian who was who was really hurting and harming his people, he he lashed out and killed him, which ran which made him run to the desert in the first place. So you see, there's a place that Yahweh is leading us into, into things of unknown, into the place of the deep darkness, the place where the righteous humbled man always gives honor and praise 